0: They can do it, makes us better, faster, stronger. That kill me, can only make stronger. I need you to hurry up, man, cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now, cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night, man, that's how long I've been on ya. What up? People. welcome to the Friday edition of Chin Check, and today we're gonna look back on yesterday's Invicta FC 40. It was um yeah a, a shorter event than usual, just five fights, but we definitely had some fun. So um yeah, let's get into uh, let's get into the breakdown, right? Okay, so, Invicta, just five fights, you know, just the main card, no prelims tonight, um, no crowd. But the interesting thing of these last few Invictas, they're utilizing open scoring. And the interesting thing as well, you don't, you know I mean, the fighter is the choice. They don't have to get the scores if they don't want them but uh everyone it seemed wanted the scores, which you know it definitely makes sense, all right, so the night got underway with Shelby Corin against um who was making her debut against uh Gianna goodin and um yo, this was a this was an interesting fight, right. So, um, you know, Gooden, like, she came out throwing, right, Corin was able to tie her up, and every time she did this, she was always trying to go for the back, right, um, which... Yeah, really showed some dexterity in her legs a lot of the time. So yeah, this time she she got the back, and in a transition, uh she'd gone for an arm bar. Right. So um yeah, it was slick. I mean, Goran definitely has some slick jiu jitsu, ju- ju- jiu jitsu ju- ju- even. Uh, so yeah the arm bub did did look tight. Did look tight and the interesting thing was um so Gooden Yeah it wasn't any you know stepping over or anything like that. No she just picked Corrin up and slammed her. Um which yeah did help her kind of extricate herself from the situation uh, <laughs> Which was like, oh shit, okay uh, Now from that, she now gets on top And she went for her own armbar You know, um, Corinne was able to fight fight it and escape um, She then, you know, it was some back and forth Corrin went for a standing guillotine. Uh, from the guillotine. Wasn't looking like she was getting that. Again, transition to the back. And, um, you know, then... Uh, yeah, she kind of moved into a, like a triangle. A triangle armbar type of attempt. Which... You know, it it looks pretty solid, really. Um Gooden was able to uh, just withstand the talk that uh Corin was putting on, um which was pretty pretty impressive, man. Um yeah, and basically, you know, I mean, Corrin just wouldn't let up and ended the round going for a leg lock. So, it, and what I remember, the, the, the crazy thing about that was, I think two judges gave the round to Goodin, And, you know, I, I think it was definitely for the big slam. But... As I say, Corin was the one who was always. She was never sitting still, you know. Always, you know, looking to get on top and do something, try and tie up a submission. So I was surprised, but uh, you know, we went into the second round, and um, good in you know she came out pressing forward. Uh Corin was. Able to get a clinch, and she um, hit a hip toss, but Goodin was able to um, use the momentum and end up on top. Corin hit, uh, you know, they were able to get up. Corin had a leg kick. Goodin um, threw a straight down the middle. Um, Corin was, you know, she was c- trying to yeah kick a, kick a bit this round goodin um she was throwing single a lot of single shots from goodin uh she um did land a couple of nice leg kicks um corin hit a head kick that goodin was just able to block with the arm um goodin she was pushing for the clinch a lot um and she kind of, from the clinch, pulled Corin down. Um, Goodin went for an armbar. You know, Corin just slick on the ground though, so she, you know, was able to yeah use that dexterity, end up on top. Um, she moved to the back, which you know just seemed to be her thing, right? Move to the back. Uh, she went tried for an armbar. Just as the round was ending. So... it's It was a really close fight. And... Um, Gooden had a better second round. Right? So you could definitely say going into the third. It could definitely have been tied. Right? So uh, third round. Um, and... Uh, yeah, they were... Came out exchanging leg kicks. Um... And I don't know, they they it was kind of seemed that was their their route to start off with rather than punches. It just seemed like both were just looking to land kicks, really. Um Corrin, she was pushing forward a lot. Um Gooden was um trying to use the reach, you know. Keep, uh, keep Corinne at bay and all of that Which, hey, keep her at bay, then you keep her off of your back <laughs> Which does make a lot of sense uh, But, you know, Corin she just wouldn't stop Kept on pushing forward She got a nice little clinch Tried to take the back um, Yeah, just landing some nice knees instead Gooden uh, was able to um, get on top after Corin attempted a hip toss, uh, and yeah, they were they reversed position a couple of times, um, and Corin ended the round strongly. Crazy thing was, yeah, one judge. Gave it 30-27 to good in. The other two, it was, um, I think, 29-28 I was surprised I was surprised I thought Corin had um, won the round Well, run the fight With um, just her Like, the amount of attempts You know, submission attempts she was trying She was, you know, landing kicks well Uh, You know, I think Gooden had probably the better punches But, uh, yeah, Corin was just always active Uh, It was a fun fight, though Alright, so, uh, yeah, next up We went to um, Trisha Cicero Against um, Laura Galora Galata Laura Galauda, Um you know, which was a, uh, yeah, was a pretty, um, it was a pretty good fight, it was a, a flyweight encounter, and um, yeah, with this one, so, um, you know, Galauda, she was um, kind of rushing forward, rushing forward a lot, um, Cicero, easily avoided her to start off with um but galador um you know she hit a second shot um which uh, yeah she was able to to utilize and and get the tape down Cicero like she seemed um, she seemed focused. You know, and she seemed focused Used the fence to get up Landed some knees uh, Gallarda um, She hit some good kicks Hit a really nice kick to the body uh, You know, Cicero was um Using a jab well You know, using a jab but. Yeah, Gal- Galador was, um, you know, able, just able to get those takedowns, right, um, now, you know, Citro, yeah, she was getting taken down easily, but she was then able to get back up, um, and once she got into space, then she's able to utilize her, uh, her footwork and her strikes, um. And just kind of, you know, then try to come forward again with a jab Uh, Yeah, and and I think, you know, she was really able to compose herself towards the end And, yeah, Cicero's punches were, like, just more precise You know, more precise And, um, yeah, she just... Had the better positioning of it all, uh, second round. Um, Cicero shows some good movement. Uh, she's you know utilizing a jab still, and uh, yeah, just trying to keep the fight at range. Gauda was um, trying to rush in, you know, get that pressure, um, you know, with punches and everything like very just less technical uh and just not as effective with the striking you know just it's like she'd overreach a bit you know she's she's not really setting the punches up leaving her chin out there a little bit uh and um yeah get yeah, you know, with all of that, she's got good takedowns. Uh, and she was able to get Cicero down. Not able to hold it though. Uh yeah. Cicero, you know, she started to faint a lot, which was was working. That definitely seemed to be helping her. Uh and she's um yeah, landing a jab and some kicks. Now, um yeah, it it was like um, you know Cicero's kind of using some nice uh, strikes, nice strikes to really uh, disrupt disrupt uh, Galador's um, kind of momentum forward. But again, she's able to get a uh, a takedown just on the buzzer. I think Cicero definitely had a better second round. Um, Depends what the judges wanted to do with that last-minute takedown. Because, you know, it was on the buzzer and, you know, Galadon didn't really do anything with it. But, yeah, coming into the third, everything to play for, right? And, um, yeah, Cicero, yeah, she was just continuing to... um, Utilize the jab, you know, Utilize the jab to uh, press forward, try and keep her advantage with things uh, Galador tried for a takedown, but couldn't land it She um, got off a couple of leg kicks, but uh, yeah, Cicero... She's doing a lot better of avoiding the clinch and the takedown this round. Landed a nice sidekick. Uh, Cicero seems the fresher of the two. Um, and she's to You know, using that energy to utilise a lot of movement. Uh, Gador was um, coming up short a lot on her shots. Which then... Um, you know, Cicero is making a pay-for With her jab Um Yeah, you know, towards the end Gador was trying for, a, you know, a few takedown attempts But, yes, yeah, Cicero just stuffed them this round Which, yeah, was, was enough to give her the fight Definitely a good look Because I think Cicero is winning that third round But, you know If she'd got taken down, who knows what the uh, judges would have done. So, um, next, we went up to the featherweight division. So, we had Chelsea um, Chandler against Liz, Liv Parker. And Chandler was, you know, she was coming up. So, usually, uh, you know, before she's... um, She's been fighting at Bantam weight, but yeah, she she moved up to uh, 145, and um, whoa. this, well, it was a really good move for uh, Chandler. as like um, I think Chandler in a previous fight, she has been very scrappy, right? And she can be drawn into a brawl This fight God damn it Chandler was Extremely sharp and impressive Yo, she was um, Yeah, just putting Putting together some really good combos Right Um, She hit a body shot and as soon as it landed, you just saw Parker just... Yeah, just everything about her changed. Like, you definitely couldn't see that she did not like that body shot. um, And... Yeah, like, you know, Parker was trying to get into the fight. But, yeah, she just she just didn't have the, I don't know, Chandler was just very sharp, very sharp, good movement, and she was just throwing in bunches, you know, just hitting those combinations, and then you throw in that body shot, yeah, just like, Parker just didn't, she just didn't have anything for Chandler. You know? Uh, her defense, Parker's defense was just wide open. And Chandler made her pay with a, a left just down the pike. Right? So um, Parker goes down. Chandler jumps on top. Just straight away Takes the back Sinks in a rear naked And uh, Yeah Parker she All she could do was tap It was was an effort performance From Chandler It was so slick You know probably One of her best performances uh, She's had in Invicta I would definitely say But it was less scrappy more focused, more deliberate, you know. She just did not let up and didn't give Parker a moment to um, get a wit about her. So, great performance, you know. Uh, so, now we jump to our co-main event. And we had Alicia Zappatelli against Lindsay Van Zant. And um yeah, it looked like this could be an interesting fight. Right. So um Van Zant she was pushing forward. Uh she throws a um a front kick. Zaffatelli does uh yeah, she caught the kick and was able to get uh Van Zant to the ground. Uh couldn't hold her um and they're back on their feet. Uh, you know Van Zandt, she um, she gets herself a trip takedown, but Zappatelli, you know uses the momentum to end up on top, right? So um, she's on top, and not really a whole heap of ground and pound. She sh- throws a few Short elbows That aren't really damaging They're just more You know, annoying If anything um, But yeah she, She's she got Very good top pressure So um, Van Zandt Was, you know She's moving a lot She's trying to You know, get a uh, zapatelli back into a guard um and you know maybe you know she's thinking about trying to get you know a triangle or arm something but yeah Zapatelli just wasn't having it so she's showing um a, a good ability to uh you know get into the get into the half guard and um just use that heavy top pressure to, um, yeah, just keep Van Zandt on the ground, and that's how the, uh, how most of the rest of the round kind of finished, really, Van Zant was able to get up and land a body kick on the buzzer, but, yeah, you know, that was just Zapatelli's round, you know, she pretty much, uh, just controlled that round. So second round starts, and Van Damme again comes out, pushes forward, throws a front kick, and um, yeah, yeah, guessed it, gets caught, and uh, <laughs> Zaffatelli gets a takedown. Um, yeah, it's just kind of you know we just basically see a repeat of the first. Uh, really um, Van Zant is able to get up a bit earlier Lands a a, a, a good spinning kick But that was Yo, know, Z- Zappatelli tried to catch that one But yeah, you know Van Zandt was lucky to uh, You know, be able to get away with it uh, Van Zandt, you know, she's pushing forward throws another kick. Uh this time she f- slips and falls. Uh Zapatelli jumps on top. Um you know, not really not really any ground and pound or anything like that. Um they're back on their feet. Uh Van Zan um you know, she lands a solid right. They go back and forth for for a bit, you know but, um, yeah, just before the end of the round, uh, Zappatelli gets another takedown. So, third round. And, yeah, you're just like, okay, Van Zandt needs to stay up. Needs to stay up this round. Otherwise, Zapatilli is uh, going home with the win. So, Van Zandt, you know, she's pushing forward. Uh, they're exchanging a lot of low calf kicks um, Zappatelli nearly gets a takedown off another kick But Van Zandt is just able to um, shrug it off So Zafatelli's just pushing pushing for the takedown uh, Van Zand, um, she takes uh, Zafatelli's back Try, looks like she's try, You know, trying to um, maybe go for a rear naked Doesn't hit a body triangle though And uh, Zapatilli is able to spin and end up on top um, They don't stay on the ground for too long uh, Back on their feet As Van Zandt, um, just misses with a head kick does land a, a jumping knee. Um but just at the end, Zapatelli gets another takedown. And yeah, that basically was the fight. You know, Van Van Zandt was just, ah, you know, she, she's throwing the kicks and getting taken down. And you kind of think it Because a lot of them were just naked kicks Though she wasn't setting them up And she was leaving the leg a little too long You know Um, And like the calf kick was working better But every time she went for like a body kick Or just a thigh kick Those were getting caught And she didn't seem to change the game up. Which, you know, was to her demise, really. Uh, Because, you know, I think on the feet, it did show Van Zandt was the better striker. And, um, yeah, towards the end, she was fresher. She was fresher in there and had landed some big shots. But she just couldn't keep the fight on her feet. So um Zappatelli goes home with a nice little win, you know, and who knows? You know, there's no champion at the moment. So yeah, maybe she um you know gets a challenge for the belt uh in the next fight. But now we've got their main event of the evening. Uh so this is a strawweight encounter. Emily Duchot. Against Juliana Lima. And um, yeah, this looked like it'd be a good one. Lima, definitely the um the bigger fighter in there. Uh so uh starts off Dukat lands a nice leg kick. Lima though get you know, she lands a solid one, two, just as the um kick lands. Um so, they're both a little bit tentative to start off with. Um, you know, because I think they both realized that, hey, you know what I mean? The other could finish this. So, uh, you know, they're throwing jabs and everything like that, but not not rushing anything. Uh, Lima, you know, she's coming forward, trying to... Um, Trying to get uh Dushan's head, um, in a plum, so she can. Tr- <coughs> oh, pardon me. Um, yeah, trying to get her head in a plum, so she can um, you know. Use her long frame and land that knee, but uh, yeah, Duchamp is, yeah, just able to kind of avoid it. Start hitting um the leg kicks a lot and pushing that jab out. Uh, Lima is um using a range. You know, using a range a lot. Um <clears throat> but she is overreaching at time, you know? Um yeah, and she's trying to trying to land. She's she's definitely loading up on her shots. Uh so um, Lima is able to uh, get the clinch, land several hard knees to the midsection. Um, you know she's definitely controlling the second half of the round. Um, just. Really just, you know, using the pu- a lot of push kicks oh, You know, the overhand is landing well Ducat tries for a takedown, um, you know, towards the end of the round But Lima is able to keep a balance and stay upright So, first round, definitely for Lima um, <clears throat> so we go into the second and uh yeah exchanging kicks early uh Ducott hits a nice right Lima you know she 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 comes with her left Ducat, um she's definitely uh found her just found her gear this round. She's looking sharper. She's just looking more focused. Um, yeah, she lands a uh, a couple of nice rights. Uh, Lima, you know, hits a uh, a, a left. Um, <clears throat> after Ducot lands a nice leg kick, Ducot's pushing forward. Uh, just avoids Lima's uppercut. Lima hits her a, a sh- nice straight dinner one two. Um, this you know Ducot's not. Uh oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh. Hmm. probably. <laughs> yes, Ducot's not phased, and um, oh, she hits a really good shoot and gets the tape down. Drops some big elbows from top. Um, And she... Oh, just slices Lima's eye. Uh, And she controls the rest of the round. You know? Just uh, at the end, Lima is able... um, Able to get up, but yeah, that round was um, ducott's for sure So we're going into the third round and it's all tied up Yeah, for some reason this isn't a five round fight I don't know why Yeah, but uh, yeah, three rounds um, and it's one all So, ducott is, you know, she comes out, she's pushing forward uh, Lima is... Trying to stay behind the jab um, You know, she lands a nice body kick But Ducat is really just pouring the pressure on um, You know, she gets a n- nice inside uh, leg kick Hits another right Lima lands the uppercut But Ducat just slams over a hook just afterwards Ah oh, man, the fight is really heating up And Dukot is She just looks determined Lima is tiring for sure And um, I think she's really bothered by the cut on her eye uh, Yeah, Dukot is just She starts to throw Like a lot of body shots And um, she's going with the combo Like body And then one two And it, and it's really working well for her um, You know Lima is trying to um, Yeah trying to go aim for the head a lot But you know Not She's kind of Yeah she's just slowing down so, yeah, uh, you know, Ducat's able to avoid a lot of her punches. Um, Ducat hits a, a really good takedown, lands some elbows, and then just allows Lima back um, back to her feet. But, yeah, Ducat has... Looks like she's put the nail in this round. She's just ending very strong um, and just looking sharp. Looking sharp. And yeah, that's how the judges see it uh, Ducott takes the fight Like, it definitely styled out A bit, um, you know, a bit wonky for her Looked like Lima was um, Yeah, looked like Lima was on real good form You know, like it was the last time we saw her It was in the first Phoenix Rising tournament um, And, you know, she just wasn't throwing with the same volume In this fight, she was really coming with a lot of volume Using her kicks well, her punches well But, um, yeah, I think, you know, she just started to fade And Ducat was, and she, I don't know, she just was able to put things together better And she... You know, after that first round, she was able to, uh, you know, reevaluate things and just come with a a, a better, more suited um, game plan, and that's that got her the victory. So, yeah, fun fight, and not a bad card considering, you know, and especially the fact that you know everything it it started off with a power cut, and so I was wondering if. Uh, All of this was going to happen So uh, yeah Not bad at all people Not bad at all Okay people So we draw to the end of another show And With Fight Island Just round the corner The UFC has been uh, You know bringing all the fighters Across And we have found out That um Yeah, some of the Brazilian fighters have, yeah, had to be pulled because of COVID. Now, UFC 251 seems to be uh, fine, but the card on the 15th of July, that one has, uh, yeah, we've lost a few fights off of that card. So Marina Rodriguez against Carla Esparza That seems to be off Rodriguez one of her Cornermen uh, Had tested positive Now Rodriguez hadn't But You know it it seemed that they Felt it's probably best uh, You know not to Bring her across No word on if Esparza they're going to look for Another opponent So we'll we'll just have to see About that one Um, Also um, Vicenzus Morera Is um, out of his fight Against Modestos uh, Bucasas Because uh, Morera has tested positive Um, And that was also on the 15th Um, yeah, also on that card, Anderson Santos was meant to be fighting Jack Shaw, but, uh, Santos has tested, uh, positive, so, um, yeah, that's another one, um... That seems to have gone astray I think a lot of the Brazilians were, um, you know, quarantined in the same hotel in uh, Brazil So that might be um, a bit of a cause for that So um, on the 18th, that's the uh, card where... um, Davison Figuera is uh, fighting Joseph Benavides. Well, um, so supposedly, Alexandra Pantaja has said that he is the backup in case um, either fighter has to pull out. Now, Pantaja is scheduled to fight on the card against Askar Askarov but um yeah if one of the main eventers can't compete looks like Pantoja steps up and Askarov um, yeah he doesn't get a fight uh, so yeah that's that looks to be a um, that looks to be a thing all right so then we go to the July 25th card and again We're losing some people. So um, Danny Roberts has had to pull out of his fight um, against Nicholas Dolby because of injury. But Jess Ronson, uh, he gets a call back up to the UFC. And he now will be facing Dolby on the card. But um, Shavkat uh, Rakhmarov. He's had to pull out of his fight against Ramzan Imazov. Um No word on um, if Emazov is going to get another uh, opponent. So, um, yeah, we're just going to have to wait. Um, a fight that's been added to that card, though, is Paul Craig against Gad, uh, Gadzimurad. Uh, and Trigolov I don't think I pronounced that correctly uh, So yeah You know If um, Emerov can't have an opponent We have the Craig Fight instead I guess um, On August The 8th We've got uh, Peter Barrett Against Steve Garcia that fight's just been made. Um, then on the 22nd of August, we got Ovin St. Prue against Shamil Gamazov. And Michelle Walterstone is fighting Angela Hill. That should be a good one. Uh, the next week, on the 29th of August, the uh, Ryan Hall Ricardo Lamas fight has been rebooked for that date, and um, then on the 12th of September we got Matt Schnell against Tyson Nam, and Roxanne Modafferi against Andrea Lee. So uh, yeah, you know. Uh, a lot of ups and downs But I mean more ups and downs You know uh, Also Kobe Covington has come out Asking for a fight against Jorge Madsford. So um, yeah interesting Because Kobe had been quiet for a while So uh, maybe that fight can get made who knows because you know Majoral has been holding out for some money so um yeah i don't know we will um, we'll have to see and it seems that uh unfortunately Khabib's dad has uh, passed away which i don't know there'd been word that he he'd been you know come out of his induced coma and all of that But Yeah You know it, I, I think it always was looking like It was a uh, A very problematic Situation so um, You know Who knows what's going to happen now There's you know I think it was Hope that Khabib Would be fighting Gaethje In September But um, I don't know we will we'll have to wait and see but you know i think it's fair that kabib takes however much time he needs to uh to grieve there's uh yeah losing someone close to you is never a good thing so um yeah i don't know we will see but um people that is it for this week um next week we'll be breaking down a ufc 251 So, um, yeah, enjoy your uh, long weekend. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next Wednesday. All right. Cool. Peace.